magical girls and guys and people. <laughs> Welcome to the Magical Girls Guide to Life, a disgustingly girly podcast by a, a disgustingly girly adult. I'm joined here today with Ari. <laughs> Please Hi. tell the people who you are. Hi, my name is Ari. My real name is Erica, but everybody calls me Ari and I like it that way. And um, I have a YouTube and blog called Soondary. I'm, I guess I'm a writer and YouTuber, and I just talk about anything and everything having to do with anime, reviews, interviews, recommendations. I recently started doing cat manga reviews because Ooh. I love cats and I love manga. <laughs> so every time I find a manga having to do with cats, I'm like, I'm going to review you online because there's hey. got to be someone else out there that loves cats and manga <laughs> like me. Um, and that's what I do. And it's just, it's been a lot of fun. I've been doing it for about... I guess about a year and a half, almost two years now. It's so much fun. Ah, hey, and you're just cool people. Like, we met at DreamCon, and I was like, I love her vibe. <laughs> I, I, yes. I think you're so cool. I I just think everything you do is so cool. So when I met oh. you, and then you, when you knew who I was, too, I was like, oh, yay. Yes, of course. <laughs> no, I'd be watching. I'd be watching. And I just love people with good energy. <laughs> so thank, thank you. you so much for coming to the podcast. Um, so we're going to be talking about learning life lessons through anime, which I know you're super hype about and I'm super hype about. So, <laughs> um, what anime, what shows in general do you watch to connect with yourself? So if I am just tired of adulting, I'm tired of bills. I'm tired of calling people about like, why did my insurance payment go up? Like, if I'm just tired yeah. of all the adult things. I watch a uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, which is, it's my number one favorite anime of all time. It's not, it's not very like, super, it's, it's not very feminine or girly at all, but okay. it was the very first, an <laughs> it was the very first anime. I have the pillow and, and one of the character Ooh. plushies right here. It was the very first anime that I, it wasn't the first one that I watched, but it was the first one that I became obsessed with. And I started watching it when I was about eight years old. And whenever I watch it, it just takes me back to when I was in my sister's room and watching it on her TV. Because my brother and I shared a room and wrestling came on mm. at the same time as Yu Hakusho. And my mom was tired of us fighting to the death over who gets to use the TV. <laughs> so I made a deal with my sister and she would let me watch it in her room. And sometimes you just don't want to feel grown anymore. You just want to feel like oh, a child. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Oh, so my gosh. I'll get, yeah, I'll get some popcorn or whatever dinner I'm having. I'll sit down and put on any episode because I've seen every episode a million times. And I just feel like I'm a child again. When that theme song comes on, yeah. I'm like, I'm eight. I'm not grown anymore. I'm eight. Don't ask me yes. about bills. I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, and then if I just need someone to to tell me, hey, you're doing fine. Everything's going to be okay. I watch Fruits Basket. But specifically mm -hmm. this episode, um, it's in season two. And I have the manga for that too, where Toru starts freaking out about the future. Because I think at that point, she's about to graduate in a year. So she's wondering, like, where am I going to live? What kind of job am I going to have? Am I going to be able to support myself? Am I going to be doing this all by myself? What's going to happen? Mm -hmm. And Shigure, um, the, one of the people that she lives with, he comes in and he starts talking about this laundry analogy, basically telling her, imagine there's piles and piles of laundry around you and you have to wash all of it and you don't know where to start. He's like, just start with what's in front of you and work your way. And he said mm -hmm. it in a much more eloquent way than I did, but it's basically no, telling her. No, that was great. Know, yeah, but he's just telling her, like, you know, think about the present and worry about what you have to do right now. Take breaks, hang out with your friends, and, you know, over time, you'll figure out, you'll, you'll, you'll have all, all the laundry done, you'll have all your life figured out, you'll be, you'll be good to go. So that always gives me a little encouragement, like, okay, girl, you're going to be fine. 
Yeah. No, you just inspired yeah. me right now. Like, actually. It's, I I love that show. I think I, I saw an interview with one of the voice actors, uh, I think Caitlin Glass. She was talking about how Fruits Basket is basically just how to be a human being, how to be a good person. Mm. <laughs> like, that's really it. It has so many amazing gems about it. It, it touches on you know, generational trauma in certain ways. It, t- it touches on, you know, relationships, every aspect of relationships, um, yeah. starting new relationships, letting old ones go, stressing about the future and self-esteem. I could go on and on. I could write a whole, like, dissertation on Fruits Basket. Yeah, I would read <laughs> it. Those are my two shows. You're selling me on Fruits Basket because I've never it's seen so it. <laughs> it's so good. And if you're a hopeless romantic, you're going to really love it. <laughs> it sucks that I'm a hopeless romantic, though, but... That, this is me not too. the conversation for that. <laughs> Girl, me too. Yeah, I get okay. it. <laughs> yeah. Don't um, be playing with my emotions. I'm going to exactly. play the man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that aloof. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm adding that to my must-watch list, actually. because it's And really I know good. I need to it's watch great. Nana. Like, people keep telling me, watch Nana. Oh, yes. Yeah, so that's a girl's girl anime for sure. Yeah, that's what everyone keeps telling me. They're like shocked that I haven't seen it. And I don't know why <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> it's beautiful and it's fashionable. If you love just really cool fashion and, and shows that they're always changing outfits and stuff, oh, Nana oh, is do. it. I'll yeah. watch it. And they're all wearing Vivian Westwood. I did like a whole YouTube video on it. I'll, I'll be watching. I'm like, I know what that is. That little Saturn <laughs> necklace, that's Vivian. I know. I can't afford that, but I'm glad you can. <laughs> Listen, knockoffs. <laughs> I will buy a knockoff in a second. <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, a great show, too. That That's a lovely show. Yeah. I think with my my comfort show is, like, Hey Arnold. Um, I know it's not anime, but, like, I feel like in the vein of learning life lessons through cartoons, I feel like Hey Arnold, like, every episode is, like, some deep lesson that I didn't realize until later. Like... Okay, an episode that comes to mind. You've watched Hey Arnold, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. I was about to That's be like, my show. Ah, you haven't seen it, but That's yeah, my okay. Show as a kid. <laughs> yeah, like the episode that comes to mind is like the Chocolate Kid when he was like addicted to chocolate, when they made him like dance, and they were like, "Yeah, dance, Chocolate Kid," and like all of that oh, for the chocolate. Yeah, and it was like a lesson in like losing your self-respect kind of over like something that you're like obsessed with or whatever and I I walk away with lessons like that from Hey Arnold um and I'm sure there's much much more um or like family dynamics like you know Helga's family has wasn't like this perfect cartoon family like you usually see um or even Doug there was an episode in Doug or of Doug where his dad starts his own business and then he's so like overworked that he's not spending time with his kids. He's like, he's like depressed. He's just kind of like zombieing through life because the business is overtaking like his life and his mental health. And I'm like, I get it now. <laughs> like I As get it now. Yeah. Yeah. When you're a kid, you're just like, what's wrong with his dad? He's being lame. When you're an adult, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I know that vibe. <laughs> Definitely. So, it's crazy because sometimes I'll, I'll think back to when I was a kid and I'll be like, why were my parents always so angry and always in a bad mood? And then mm-hmm. I started paying bills and I was like, oh, I get it. That part, <laughs> I yeah. I'd be yes. mad too. <laughs> right. Like, I think I changed my, like, AC by, like, two degrees. And my dad came home from work and he was like, 
who touched this? <laughs> and I was family quiet. guy when every scene family guy when Peter is like, who touched the thermostat? No. <laughs> it's it's like he can always he can always tell no matter where he's at who's touching the thermostat. Yeah. Who touched the thermostat every time. That must be a dad thing. <laughs> they know. They yeah, know. they just know. They're like, who is running up my bill? <laughs> Like, but it's cold or it's hot. Like you don't paint right. anything. Exactly. <laughs> put Go back. put on a sweater. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I totally understand that now. So those are like my comfort. Also shows like recess. Like I guess a lot of Western cartoons are like my comfort cartoons. And I feel like I watch certain um anime for like deeper like musings on life and things like that. Like mm-hmm. Um, I was telling someone today, actually, um, about this topic we were talking about, and I was saying how Full Metal Alchemist kind of taught me, in this weird way, what I took from Full Metal Alchemist is that you get out what you put in, because it's like the law of equivalent exchange, and so I was like, hmm, I should, like, use that for my day-to-day life. Um, You've seen Full Metal Alchemist, right? Yeah, now I'm thinking, like, huh. I never yeah. thought about it like that. Yeah, that see? Like, yeah. <laughs> I was just kind of like, I'm like, huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's about right. That right. <laughs> so it's like when you do like a half a job, you end up like missing an arm or whatever, you know, like in the show. And so for it's like if you don't give something your all, then what comes out will never be like what it could be. So, yeah, yeah that's a life lesson I learned from Full metal. And I guess while we're on that topic, what life lessons? I know you said the laundry analogy, but are there mm-hmm. other life lessons that you've learned from anime in particular? Definitely. Um, I think the biggest lesson that is most important to me is from Sailor Moon. Um, when So it's not a particular episode or anything, but something I always loved about. Um, so I, growing up, I watched like the English dub. So in my, like the very yeah. first one. So I still call her Serena in my head. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna still call her Serena here. I'm sorry. I forget. No, no, you're <laughs> fine. <laughs> like, you know, I remember the OG dub. Um, but yeah. um, Sailor Moon, she, she was always very airheaded and ditzy, but mm-hmm. also very girly. And she was a crybaby. And I know some people are like, why is she always crying? Yeah. I related to that so much growing up because she, as scared as she was of things and as much as she made it clear she did not want to be a hero at times, Mm -hmm. she still went and did it and she never had to change herself. She never had to be, she never had to harden herself or toughen herself up or think like a man or any of that. And at the time I used to always see a lot of cartoons or, or even live action films and stuff where there'd be a female character who's the cool girl and she knows how to fight and she can play with the boys and drink like the boys and do this with the boys. And they'd be like, how do you know how to do that? I grew up with 10 brothers, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Meanwhile, Sailor Moon, she's like, I'm a girl. I'm a girl's girl. I don't want to fight anyone. I don't want to do any. I want to go home. I want to go to the mall. I want to sleep. Yes. I'm not about this, but I, <laughs> but I have a job to do. I have a job to do, so I'm going to do it. But she, she's going to be her same girly self and she still gets things done. And growing up, I've always, I've always been very emotional and, a bit yeah. of a crybaby and I've also been very girly you know that's I've had I've had like my tomboy face is kind of but even then I was always still a girl's girl so seeing someone who was just so comfortable in their femininity and and also in airhead like I was still getting yeah. things done it was really <laughs> encouraging so it was like oh I don't have to change myself or, or be different 
to to be strong or or to get things done. I can still be my big old crybaby self <laughs> and yes. do what I got to do. Exactly. Yeah. And then if we have time, there's like one more question. Yeah, yeah, too please. From, uh, yeah, because I could talk forever. So you, you might have to stop me. <laughs> no, no, no. You are fine. Please tell me. <laughs> uh, there's a, so again, like Yu Hawk shows my favorite anime of all time. And I think something that a lot of people don't notice, or at least what I got out of it, that I don't see a lot of people talk about. It's that I think sometimes in Yu Hawk show, what I learned is that you're not, sometimes you're not what people think you are. Like you're not this bad person or you're not, mm-hmm. you're not dumb or you're not this, you're not that. You're just not in an environment that is fit for you. You haven't fi- found your niche or you haven't found your crowd. And yeah. in Yu show at the beginning of the anime, everyone's telling Yusuke, the main character, that you're a thug, you're a punk, you're dumb, you're lazy, you're this, you're that. And I think in, at least in the manga, it seems like this too, that he kind of believes it at first. But it, or at the very least, it definitely frustrates him. And then mm-hmm. when when he becomes a spirit detective and he goes on all these adventures, starts fighting in tournaments and doing all this crazy stuff, he he's thriving and you see his real personality come out. You see that he's actually very funny. He's actually very personable. He cares a lot about people. He's a big old softy. He can fight, but he's yeah. a softy and he's compassionate. And it's because he was in an environment that brought that out of him. And mm. growing up, I didn't really feel like I like I fit in with, you know, with my family and with some of the students at my school and all this stuff. And I always started to feel like, is there something wrong with me? Like, is it me? (laughs) And Mm then I went to college and I made new friends. And then now fast forward years later, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing my, like my anime content creation. I'm meeting a bunch of other like black anime content creators. I'm like, oh, it's not me. I just wasn't in, I was, I didn't have my niche. I wasn't in my crowd yet. I didn't find my people. And now here right. I am, and I think everybody brings out the best in me. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that's really important. It really is. Like I, I vibe so hard with both of those. Of course, like the Sailor Moon and being feminine and girly and being a crybaby and still managing to save the day. Like I always think back to Sailor Moon in those times where I'm like, I can't do it. I'm this. I'm that. People think I'm stupid, and it's like people thought she was stupid too. And like, you know. <laughs> meanwhile, she's done. saving the world. Yeah. Um, and then also like when they transform and they become. I always say this: how magical girls become more powerful as they become more feminine, quote unquote feminine. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, their skirts get shorter, <laughs> and their sparkles all around. Their <laughs> nails are suddenly done. Um, whereas we usually see the opposite, where it's like. Like you were saying, when it's like a girl is like a a guy's girl, she cuts her hair off Mm -hmm. and like, not that, and I must say, not that short hair means that you're not feminine. My hair is two inches Mm -hmm. long right now. I'm still a bad bee. So (laughs) (laughs) under this wig, my hair is two inches long. But anyway, um, usually when women in media become more powerful, they they become more stereotypically masculine. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. think of like Mulan, that, that scene where it's like I'm cutting off my hair with a sword I'm putting on pants and I'm so I like that magical girls in general it's like no I'm just gonna put on some high heels and nails and like a dress and I'm still gonna like rock your ish so I love that and then what you said about not being able not being in the right environment to like thrive oh my gosh I was actually just talking about this with the last guest we were talking about like friendships and friendship breakups and things and I was saying how 
sometimes the friction in friend groups comes from you being like a circular peg trying to fit into a square hole. The square is not mm-hmm. bad and circular is not bad, but if you're not in an environment that like feeds the the most unique parts of yourself, like you're always going to feel out of place. So I love that example. <laughs> um, uh, I need to watch. You said it's Yu Yu Hakusho? Yeah. I need to watch it. it. <laughs> yeah, I need to like, watch it. That like, and Fruits Basket, I could write a whole like novel on. <laughs> I'm adding to my and, list. <laughs> and what else? Because the creator of, oh, and then Fruits Basket too. Oh, wait, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Silly Moon's what I learned. Uh, <laughs> Silly Moon and Yu Yu Hakusho were like the two like, like, like lessons and then Fruits Basket. Uh, as well but the funny thing too with Sailor Moon and Yu Hakusho the creators of both shows are married to each other in real life oh wait did he also create something else uh he did Hunter Hunter okay I knew it (laughs) and yeah all of his shows actually got adapted to anime but the two most popular ones are Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter yeah that's so adorable see that feels the helpless romantic in me (laughs) I'm like yeah I'm like where is my like and he makes little Sailor Moon references in the yeah. Yu Hakusho anime and a little bit in the <laughs> manga. And that was before they got married. So I have a, I have like this little headcanon that that was his way of shooting his shot. That's just, Ooh, that's, that's just I, that I don't know so if it's true, romantic. that's just like mind. <laughs> that but is yes, so romantic. Put my art in your show. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> See, so, it's just so cute. I need, I need that. I need that kind of romance in my life. <laughs> same i'm like when is it my turn yes like, someone put my art in their anime please yes so i know it's real someone write a manga about me or poetry please, anything exactly <laughs> let me know how you really feel right <laughs> okay yeah, so cute. now the next question oh actually i forgot to share mine um so for me i feel like kiki's delivery service has been speaking to me so much as an adult because I feel like it deals with burnout so well. Cause you know, she like loses yeah. her magic. She can't she can't even talk to her bestie, her cat. Um, because she's just she's depressed. She's like in bed. She's not able to engage with the world. And I feel like things like that have happened to me while I'm burnt out. Um, and I just feel like Kiki it's an inspiration. I'm like, okay, I'm not alone in this. I mean, it's like, I know I'm not alone in it, but to see it portrayed in media just gives you like this, like, okay, this is okay. This happens. And through rest, through like re-engaging with the world, you can get over it. So I love Kiki. (laughs) That's beautiful. And it's true. I remember that too. it's funny because you're you're t- you're telling me stuff that like I've seen these shows before, like or these films before, yeah. and then now I'm like, I didn't think about that. I didn't right? Think about that <laughs> you're telling it's me about whole my... new things that I need to watch. So <laughs> media, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself like, is my media literacy like not what I think it is? Because I am missing what? some gems. <laughs> no, you're not. No, no, no. Your your literacy is higher than mine because I'm listening to you. Like, yeah, it is like laundry. <laughs> Life is like. Laundry. <laughs> that laundry analogy, it's funny because I read it in the manga first when I I read the Fruits Basket manga when I was a kid and then the reboot came out when I was in my like when I was about 24, 25. I'm 27 now. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading the laundry analogy when I was about 12 or 13. And it always stuck with me. And then I forgot where I got that analogy from. And then I watched yeah. the the reboot and they showed it again. And I was like, 
Oh, it was you. <laughs> it was you, she did a. I love you those moments. Oh, see, you really can learn. And like, like cartoons, like Recess and like Hey Arnold, it's, they're mm-hmm. for kids, you know, but as an adult, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, even when I was a kid, it's like, okay, this is significant. But once you go through those things that they're trying to teach you about, it's like, wow, I'm glad that I had some kind of experience, like, watching and learning about this before it's happened mm-hmm. to me because now I can refer back to this media to kind of like reconnect yeah. um to my situation like with yeah. recess there's an episode called um nobody doesn't like tj you know tj I, I remember that episode yeah yeah I remember that exact episode <laughs> yeah. that's actually one of my favorite episodes oh I think gosh, about that yeah. sometimes I, mean, I think about it all the time because I'm like I'm like a person who's like um, there was like a little time in my life where I was being like a little bullied, whatever. And it was for like no reason. Like the girl was literally like, I just don't like her. I don't care. And I was like, Ooh. and so I feel like from that point forward, I almost dedicated my life to making sure nobody didn't like me for any reason. And so when I saw that episode again, I was like, whoa, okay. So for the people watching in this episode, um, TJ, he's Mr. Popular. Everybody loves him, but this one kid just doesn't. <laughs> um, and so all of TJ's friends are like, Hey, you know, some people don't like me cause I'm too smart or some people don't like me cause I'm too athletic. It's okay. Like people don't like you. It's all right. And he's like, no people, everybody likes me. <laughs> and so by the end of the show, he does all this stuff for this kid or whatever. I think he even saves his life. Right. Like something major yeah he did something yeah (laughs) yeah and then in the end the kid's like hey thanks man and then tj's like so you like me now right and he was like no (laughs) and the episode ends and so (laughs) i love watching that when i feel like oh my gosh i feel like i don't fit in here i feel like like i'm scrambling to be liked and then it's like okay even even tj was disliked for no reason and sometimes people just won't like you for no reason and it's all right. Yeah, sometimes, you know, people just don't vibe and that's okay. You right. Know, you can't vibe with everybody and you can't please everyone. I, that episode, it's it, it's so funny that you mentioned that. That really is one of my favorite episodes because I think about it sometimes. If I, there might be, there might be someone that I'm like, why is this person acting this way towards me? I didn't do anything or, yeah. or sometimes with social media, I don't understand social media etiquette. So me neither. sometimes it's like, yeah, it's like if you don't like something or if you don't say something or do this, it's like all of a sudden, next you know, you're unfollowed and blocked. You're like, yo, what did I just do? Because <laughs> it gets confusing. It's, mm-hmm. it's, and then you find out later, then you find out later, like, I sent you a DM and you heart reacted and you didn't respond. I'm like, yo, I don't know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how this works. Yeah. So, I'll, so like, I'll think back to that episode and I'm like, you know, sometimes people just don't like you and that's okay. You, right. Sometimes if someone unfollows you for no reason, it's I don't know what to tell you. It is what it is. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like, it's none of your business. Like, if somebody doesn't like me, none of my business. Like Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I love going back to that episode. I think I watch it like, I rewatch it every year, multiple times a year, (laughs) because humans confuse me. Yeah. Listen, especially in like the digital age sometimes, I, I always say like, I feel like with um I I'm gonna sound like old man yelling at cloud (laughs) (laughs) it's like sometimes with the internet and social media I feel like it's really changing 
communication etiquette and social etiquette and how we interact. Mm-hmm. And it's so confusing to me <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because I just won't understand. I'm like, I don't understand why this person's upset. I don't understand right. why this tweet has some this person just on edge. I don't get it. And mm-hmm. it's a, yeah. So I feel like now more than ever, I'm like, yeah, I don't understand people at times. I don't get it. <laughs> no, me neither. Me neither. And I feel like, yeah, the etiquette changes so rapidly and something that's like fine for one person isn't fine for another person. Like I've experienced people get upset with me because I don't share them enough. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, if you wanted me to share something, just send it to me. Yeah. Like I'm like, my brain is like I keep telling people my brain is the size of a peanut like I can only keep so many things in there at once like I tell people have the attention span of a squirrel see and this is why we vibe (laughs) I'm like or I'll be like my ADHD is ADHDing I'm sorry very much so like yeah things aren't right in my face like I will forget but yeah, the I I feel you one hundred percent on the on the social media etiquette, and that's why like that object permanence is real. Trust me, it really <laughs> is. It really is. <laughs> like, so yeah, PSA: if you want your friends to share things online, just send it to them, or you know, yeah. if you want a response, just say so. And the person might like nobody is entitled to respond to you. I don't think so. You know, why get mad? (laughs) Don't get mad. It's it's just the internet. Um, Exactly. Sometimes if I'll post something and I'll be like, you know, so, you know, I I think, you know, uh, Evan from HBCU Anime Mm -hmm. um, is one of my favorite people. He's so adorable. He's he's a sweetheart. Shout out to Evan. He's he's one of my favorite people. And sometimes I'll post something on the Tsundere account and he's a busy man. And I'll just text him. I'll be like, hey, can you can you retweet this for me? Or can you, can yeah. you say something about that? And he's like, yeah, I got you. Or sometimes he'll just be like, yo, did you tweet this? And I'm like, did you tweet that project you were working on? I'm like, yeah. He goes, okay, send me the link. And I'll like retweet it. Yeah. You just got to communicate and just ask. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, and if they can't, they can't. It's okay. It's just it's just online. It's going right. to be okay. <laughs> exactly. Like to me, the internet's not real. <laughs> It's really not. Right. I'm like, I mean, I know it has real world consequences, but I don't know. For my own inner peace, I see it as like a storytelling device. That's what I tell myself. Like everybody is online telling the story of them. And like, Mm -hmm. like it's all fiction until it's not (laughs) to me. So I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm just on here telling the story of Jackie Um, and nothing more. I feel that. Yeah. Okay, so the next question I have for you is, and I mean, I know what the answer is going to be, because we've kind of already talked about it, but do you think art and animation can reflect our inner world? Um, And then can we learn from like real world lessons from fiction? I mean, we've definitely already shared a few, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think that it reflects our inner world? Absolutely. The way I see it is, whether it's an anime or a comic book or a novel or, or a manga, a video game, all of these things are created by people with very lived, like very real lived experiences and they're channeling mm-hmm. their experiences into their art. I don't know what Natsuki Takaya, the mangaka behind Fruits Basket, I don't know what yeah. her life was like, <laughs> but the stuff that she would write in that manga, I'm like, oh, you you either have been through this or you know someone who went through this. This is too real. Like, you know, it's mm. that's part of storytelling. Like, you take your own experiences or the experiences of people you know or things that are weighing on you and you channel it in. 
um, I just saw Nope. I'm not going to like spoil anything, but I just saw Nope by like uh, Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. And there are so many real world, um, there are so many things that happened in, in real life, like headlines and, and all these different things that happened in real life that he channeled into that story. Mm. It's it's like life life inspires art, basically. So I think it's definitely possible to watch something and see someone who maybe went through the same thing that you did and they write an anime or a book and then you, you, you read it or watch it and it resonates with you because they probably went through a similar situation. You know, mm-hmm. like I come from a very, like, I always joke. It's, it's a, it's, 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 it's real, but I joke about it. It's not the happiest thing, but I joke about it. It's like, I, I always joke about it. I come from a long line of broken families. <laughs> it's like a joke. Yeah. It's real, but it's like, I laugh it off. Cause it's, you know, it is, it's, yeah. it's my story, but I'll, and I'll read or watch fruits basket where that's something that's discussed in, 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 in different ways. And mm. it's, it resonates with me because somebody definitely went through that in, in channel and that became part of that anime. So I think it's definitely mm. possible. I hope that's like, not like an outlandish like example, but that's just how I feel about no, it. No, that's not outlandish at all. No, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> like even the, the cartoons that may seem like more childlike, like I'll give Powerpuff Girls, for example. <laughs> Uh, I feel like there are real world um, experiences that are, like you said, like channeled into the art. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why people like like art moves people so much. Like, I feel like that's why we have fandoms, because people are so emotionally yeah. moved by the messages in the properties that they literally connect with these properties and see themselves in it. Um, mm-hmm. So just like Sailor Moon, where it's like, okay main character who's like crying who's um super girly who would rather be shopping but who's thrust into a situation now where she just has to like you know strap up her heels and get to it like that's so like emotionally connecting like to me where I'm like okay I I love this thing now (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah I feel like that's like the heart of fandom and being a nerd in general is like that emotional connection to the creator's inner world yeah and I think that's so beautiful I I think because I also I want to eventually start writing like my own like books and novels and stuff and I think that is so when I see people who are able to take real real life experiences and talent into art and do it in a way that you wouldn't it's like you make that connection I don't know how to explain it it's like it's it's so well done that maybe you wouldn't necessarily make that connection right off the bat then you think about Mm. it and you're like wait a second that's right. what that is yeah wait, that happened to me like how did and the next thing you know you find yourself sympathizing with an animal in like, <laughs> and, like, an in, animal. in you're like you're sympathizing with like a wolf man in b stars because they because something like the thing that he goes through it's, it's real people experience wait, that you know doesn't he have um you're talking about Lagoshi Lagoshi doesn't he Legoshi. have social anxiety I feel like I was thinking I think he like does yeah I so. think he does or he's he's definitely very awkward around people he likes to he's he he wants to make connections but he's not very good at it he's like if Comey can't communicate like, I need to watch that one too. <laughs> I felt like it would make me That's cry, beautiful. and so I haven't seen it because I'm like, I need to be. In it's like- not sad if you oh, cry. It's, it's because you're just like, it's not. I don't. I mean, I don't necessarily think it's sad, but it's like if you cry, it's because you're just so happy for her. No, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll cry sometimes. I'll be like, oh my god, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, okay. So I'm gonna watch yeah. it because I was like, the poster alone sounds sad. Um, I also oh, need no. to watch Ranking of Kings. This is very random, but like my okay, little brother. That make you cry. Really? I knew it. I knew yeah, it. That made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> that made me cry. Yeah, my little Ugly brother told me too. to watch it, and I'm like, I started to like the first few minutes, but then I was like. Then I switched to Castlevania or something. <laughs> like I think I was in a I was in a Castlevania mood, but yeah, I need to go back and watch yeah. it. Um, if, if you watch it, you're gonna find yeah. yourself just rooting hardcore for Boji. Like you're Aww. like every time I see him on screen, I'm like I'm like y'all better not touch my son. I will jump into this TV. <laughs> <laughs> Do not touch my son. Okay, yeah, like, I need to watch you will, that. You'll be rooting for Boji. Hey, I need to watch that. Um, so speaking of shows that kind of like motivate you to root for the main character and like make you cry do you have any like suggestions of any shows that our audience should watch oh well i'm always spraying the fruits basket agenda absolutely <laughs> okay. um okay like have you have you heard of fruits basket <laughs> you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta watch it it's it's just it tackles so many different things um family dynamics relationships self-esteem, mental health, all that good stuff, um, mm-hmm. anxiety, depression, like it's, but not in a way that's super heavy handed, although some episodes get kind of heavy is, but in a way that's just, you feel like a, like you're getting a warm hug after each episode. Um, same thing with the manga. I'm always gonna, if you love Shonen, and you just want a really good, you know, strong Shonen, Yu Hakusho, always rooting for it all the time. Yeah. Um, Oh, there's another show that was in my head. Uh-oh. I know the ending is kind of, I will say the ending was a bit rushed because there was production issues, but I would definitely suggest people watch Wonder Egg Priority. Why was that um, in my head? I was going to bring that up next. I was going to ask if you've seen yeah. it. I was, Yeah, oh, that's my show. I loved I it until crazy. the end. I loved it until the end, and then I was like... <laughs> I had to like figure what? out what was going on. So I did some some sleuthing and I found yeah. out that there was a lot of production issues behind the scenes and stuff. And okay. that's why it ended the way that it did. But it's still a really beautiful show. So I always tell people like, you know, I, I, I don't like to tell people don't watch something because, you know, they might really like it. And I know some people yeah. like, don't watch it because the ending is this, that, and the other. And I feel like that's not fair because it's a really great show. It's just the ending, you know, it was what it was. Yeah. But it has so many lessons and the way it tackled all these different topics that I haven't never even seen tackled in anime before. Same. And all these strong women or strong, like young girls. I was mm-hmm. just like, it felt, it was, it felt like a modern, it's almost like a, would you call it a, a magical girl anime? Would you could consider it? Magical yes. Girl? I feel like yes. it's a little bit magical. It was. Okay. Yeah. I feel like to it's me. definitely a magical girl anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was giving yeah, magical girl. I feel girl. like it was definitely. And yeah. I love how. I feel how... like it was definitely the return. You oh, said it was. Oh no no no! You're good. You're good. I, I do this so much. Now. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> this is like okay. My I have another friend who has ADHD, and I feel like that's like what the ADHD combos are kind of like, where it's like, because uh, 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 you know you got to get it out okay, before so the thought goes. Yeah. yeah. No, you got to get it out before the thought is gone. <laughs> and so I was I was diagnosed recently, and I'm like, that's why I am the way that I am. That's crazy. Same here. <laughs> it was last year for me, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> was like, Makes sense. So I'd be, I'd be like, it's not, I don't use it as like an excuse per se, but I'll just be like, listen, I have ADHD, okay? I'm, I'm doing the best I can. Exactly. <laughs> it's not in front of me, I'll forget exactly. it. I'll accidentally cut you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Um, but I mean, I just go with it. It's fine. You're good. Um, 
But what I I was gonna say like that I like the kind of like how do I describe the monsters in Wonder Egg Priority? They're like the personification of like each girl's struggle biggest fear yeah okay there we go i think it's like the thing they can't it's like that one thing that they had a hard time i feel like it's like that one obstacle they couldn't get over that's why Mm -hmm. i always that's what i notice yeah yeah and i like how that's kind of like i don't know i just connect with that a lot like in my book i write about my my personal monster of the week is anxiety and i feel like that's kind of similar to wonder egg priority how like I think one monster was like a girl's coach or like yeah. one was like, I forgot what the other, I forget, <laughs> but. Yeah. No, I, yeah. it was like their teacher, sometimes mm-hmm. their parents, another student, mm-hmm. um, sometimes a specific thing. And like, yeah, I always, I loved that show when it was out. I was definitely harassing people to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Did you watch it yet? Did you watch it? <laughs> like, I enjoyed yeah, the journey. Yeah. The journey that the girls went on and how they like bonded together. I just love things where like girls bond together. Um, yeah. yeah. I love watching them like go to the movies and have their girls date and stuff. They look so cute. Yeah. Like I, I hate how in media sometimes it's always like pitting girls against each other or girls fighting over a guy or whatever. So I like yeah. that, that this was void of that. Yeah, and it's and because it's not I I feel like people have such a, a strange perception of, of female friendships and relationships. Like like okay, you know, yeah, every single person, male or female, or 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 gender nonconforming or whoever, we've all had a, a falling out with somebody. We've mm-hmm. all had someone who, you know, maybe hurt our feelings. And and we all have maybe had a moment where we weren't our nicest either you know it happens mm. but it's not something that's like uniquely female you know we've I've, exactly. some of my best longest most important friendships in my life have been with my girls like mm-hmm. there's just something there's just something different about being you ever like you ever have like a girls brunch and y'all just eating and drinking mimosas and you're just talking about everything under the sun and then after yes. you feel like you could just you feel like you could run a marathon after yes <laughs> yes just, you feel like you just got so much out your system and you got so many good things poured into you you just be like man i could climb everest yes <laughs> like, i love I girl sometimes. talk yes yeah. I agree. And I it's not always girls. about boys either. Mm-hmm. It's not always about boys. Sometimes it's a, we're talking about our careers. We're talking about our families. We're talking about how, uh, I don't know, Molly in accounting has me messed up. Like, you know? <laughs> exactly. It's just be like, and cartoons. It's just be like that. <laughs> cartoons. Yeah. You know, oh, did you see what, did you see what Rihanna was wearing at the Met? Like, we talk mm-hmm. about anything. It's just nice. True. It's fun. You know, it's cute. It really is. <laughs> Yes, there's nothing it's like girl, girl talk. It really is. It really, really is. Like, I love pink things, and I got a doll hanging back there. Like, I just, yeah, girl things are, are all the rage for me. <laughs> it's nice. It's fun. Wait, have you seen As Told by Ginger? Yes. Okay, yes. I just love that show. <laughs> the outfit changes, too. They always had different outfits. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to do a rewatch of that, actually. It's funny that you mentioned that. I want to do a rewatch of it because that was a show that I look back on and I'm like, you know, I definitely loved it as a kid, but I feel like now that I'm older, there are things that are really going to resonate with me now that I mm-hmm. maybe didn't catch when I was younger. It's, that's a really well-thought-out show. I want to see really more, more cartoons like that. Yeah, and the fact that they grow up, too. 
Um, yeah. I enjoyed that. And, like, their appearance changes as they grow up. Like, I think his name was Darren, the one with the um, headgear. He mm-hmm. gets it taken off, and then he's, like, Mr. Popular and seeing how that affects his relationship with Ginger. Like, it's yeah. just such a girly show. <laughs> Were they – they got together. They were still together when it ended, right? Or is that a fever dream? I, I think, think they were still together. So I remember she was a writer. She like became a writer or something. I feel um, like he was holding like the little like ginger baby. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were still together. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> I think they were. But yeah, even yeah, the fact that dream. we got to see her as an adult, um, they mm-hmm. tried to do the same thing with Arthur. I'm like an Arthur fanatic. I saw what <laughs> Arthur looked like as an adult. And you know what he looked like to me? What? He looked like, this is very, very, very specific, but he looked like a reformed emo adult. Like he used to yes. be emo. He was in the emo band and then it, it didn't work out anymore. And now he works like a regular nine to five, but he still yep. can tell you about like Pierce the Veil and all that. That's what I remember. That's, That's exactly like. how he looked. I was shocked okay because in my head Arthur's been black and so I was like he's not looking black to me right there (laughs) okay okay so it's not just me I was kind of like yeah uh, and then DW was a you said Uh, you saw fan drawings yeah I saw fan drawings of what people had imagined him and I was like see why are the fan drawings like why do I resonate with those a bit more (laughs) right talk to the people (laughs) I wanted him to have dreads down his back. I don't know. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just wanted him. I don't want him to just look like he had like some swag about him. Like, yeah. I don't know. He just didn't look. He looked. I don't know. He just. He just wasn't doing it for me. Which I know it's like either. it's Arthur. It's a kid's show, but he just didn't look cool. He didn't. Same with Francine. I was like, girl, what have have you been going through? Why do you look like that? <laughs> like, who, who approved these character designs? Right. Like, I thought Francine would have like would embrace her curls because she black too. I don't know. I just assumed all these characters were black, and that when they grew up, they would embrace their I always curls. Have, I always had this like DW growing into almost like a Solange type. I don't know how to explain it. Because as a kid, she was very, DW was very assertive. Mm -hmm. And she was very much like, this is my way. I'm going to do things the way I want to do them. And like, yeah, she had, she was like the bratty younger sister, but she just always gave me like March the beat of her own drum kind of vibe. So I don't know. I always picture her growing up to be almost like a Solange type. Very like, I can see that. Like, this is how I do. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked. I was shocked and appalled. I was like, this is not, I wish I'd never seen this. Right? It's like, oh, my phone. I'm so sorry. It's like, in my head, this is not canon. (laughs) Right. I had everything on silent. (laughs) Oh, no, you're perfectly fine. Like, yeah, I even made, like, watching that finale, it was an event. Like, I ordered food. My friend came over. I was like, it's time for us to, like, end Arthur on a a positive note. And we were both just like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Stricken from the record. (laughs) It's like, ever seen like Adventure Time? He's like, that's going in the vault. Yes, <laughs> like he puts yes. It in the, Finn's like, this is in the vault means he's never going to think about it again. It's just going to stay there. We're not going to yep, talk about yep, it. Yep, <laughs> I say that all the time. Whenever someone tells me a secret, I'm like, don't worry. It's going in the vault. And by that, I mean, I will forget. That's I will what forget I was thinking. <laughs> Your secret's exactly safe with me, but I'll thinking. forget. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it'll be an immediate forgetting too. Like as soon immediate. as I leave this room. 
it's gone. And it's not because I don't <laughs> care. I just I have the memory of of I have no memory. Right. <laughs> like none Same at here. all. <laughs> I will Same forget. Here. <laughs> so, I'm just I'm I'm just like you know like the like ever. When you, I don't know if you were ever a kid and like you had like stuffed animals. I don't. I did this when I was younger. I have like I would have my stuffed animals. I would just talk to them. I'll just tell yeah. them stuff. I'm like Aww. that. It's just, oh, just you're the stuffed stuff. animal. I'll forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm the stuffed animal. I'm not. I, they they. You can tell a stuffed animal because they won't say anything like they're animals, and you can tell me anything the same yeah. way. Yeah, I'll just forget. <laughs> I feel, what a mood. <laughs> what a mood. Right. I'm glad I'm so not you know the I'm only trustworthy. <laughs> exactly. So you know I'm, I'm trustworthy. glad I'm not the only one. I mind my business because it's all I have guys. space for. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like I know Erica don't say nothing about nothing because she forgets everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot I told her that. <laughs> and it's lovely. I love it. I love That's- it. We have shared experiences there. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so exactly. now... Um, I want to talk about Miyazaki movies because I feel like they're very, like, they're full of, like, life. Maybe not even life lessons, but life. So what is your favorite Miyazaki movie? I feel like I'm going to be basic when I say this because everyone's always like, this is, like, the quintessential one. But Spirited Away is my Mm. favorite Um, because Chihiro, at the start, well, for one, she's really upset and annoyed that she's moving to a new place and she's leaving all her friends behind. And her parents mm-hmm. aren't really, her parents, they didn't come off as like bad parents. They were just, you know, they're adults. So they didn't really understand that her childhood issue of, oh, I'm leaving my friends. They're grown. Like, so they didn't quite get it. They're like, you're going to go to a new school, make new friends, get over it. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're, it's like two different perspectives. But at the start, she's just really shy and meek and kind of sad, too, because, you know, she's in a whole new she's going to a whole new school and all that. And by the end of it, she she was in a whole other world for the whole movie. And she had all these new experiences and she made all these friends. And then when she finally found her way back to her parents, she was actually excited to go to the school because she realized, like, oh, I can do this. And I always love that because I think things are always scarier before you actually go and do it. It's like the thought of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then once you actually get through with it, you're like, it's like it's like when you procrastinate on an errand for however long, and then you finally do that errand, and you realize it took like five seconds. Like answering it was, emails, it was it was, <laughs> right? Whenever I, 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 <laughs> whenever oh I have God. emails, um, I will put it off so bad. Oh my gosh, I'm like, ah, what if it turns into like a bigger task, or what if something. And then you do it after like ignoring it for three weeks and the person's just like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're like, this took, this took two seconds. I went right. to, um, I had to go drop something off at a uh, UPS a few days ago and I had been putting it off for weeks. Cause I just, I was like, it's like, what if I get there and I don't have all the stuff that I need and I gotta go back or what if it's crowded? Yeah. Or this, uh, and I went and did it yesterday and the guy was like, do you have the code thing? I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, you're good. And I'm like, <laughs> that's it. He's like, yeah. And I just, I was back at home 10 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I guess that's it. Like, it's, yeah. everything always seems a lot scarier or, or more difficult before you do it. And then once you actually do it, like you get through it, you can look back and be like, oh, it's not that bad. And I feel like mm-hmm. Spirited Away, Chihiro was just like, I'm so nervous and and scared to go to new school and I don't have any friends there and I left behind my old friends and then she went through this whole gnarly adventure and then by the mm. end of it, she's like oh if I could go through that then I exactly could go I'm fine <laughs> so I just I always love that plus she's so yeah. cute I just I, that movie to me is the cutest and with the little soots 
those were it's adorable. so cute everything is so cute even like the scary stuff is cute like that big scary baby i was like you're supposed to be scary but i just want to pinch your cheeks no <laughs> i don't want to pinch their cheeks no. <laughs> no. i love that baby when he was like play with me i was like i don't want to play with you but you're cute <laughs> i don't know what's wrong with me or even i love the scene where she's in like the bathhouse and like i'm forgetting that creature's name nobody or whatever no face no face yeah where like um they're just eating everything right like i love that that's a vibe i was i i emotionally connected with that (laughs) i'm like if i was there i would do the same thing yes same here so. I'm always starving, so I get it. But there's one yeah. character that I was telling, I was talking to uh, to one of my friends earlier today because every now and then you just get overwhelmed with being an adult and having to do all these things on your own. And I was mm-hmm. telling my friend, I was like, you know, I feel like I forgot his name, but like that old man character in Spirit Away that had like the eight legs. He was working the boiler room and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and he mm-hmm. and it's just all these legs and limbs everywhere, taking care of all these different things, feeding the soot pulling this lever, taking this here. And I was like, I feel like that. <laughs> I feel yeah. like him where I'm just doing all these moving parts by myself and I'm exhausted, but he doesn't look exhausted, but I am. <laughs> right. No, so, that's I, a yeah, great I analogy for adulthood that like the having to have eight arms to balance it all. Cause you, I yes, wonder, I I'm like, how do people go to work, pay bills, work out, eat well, cook. I can only focus on one thing at a time. you know i'm like i'm like you want me to pay my bills you want me to go to work for however long and i still Mm got to engage in my hobbies and and work out and i gotta find time to cook everyone's like you have a whole food diet and i'm like i have to cook whole foods (laughs) i have to to painstakingly peel this potato Mm -hmm. (laughs) i can't do it i can't do it (laughs) doordash me i'm done exactly (laughs) i'm very much like an uber eats girly like (laughs) i will order every day it is and then the times where i I finally deleted the apps off my phone oh you did okay that was a very adult move (laughs) <laughs> I did it or I did it today like I, I did all my grocery shopping and I came home and I was like I was like yeah. okay self you paid all this money for groceries you have no excuse mm. to get you have your meals planned out you have no excuse delete the apps so I deleted Smart. them we're gonna see how long it lasts though <laughs> we're gonna see what happens <laughs> what did you get what are you gonna cook so tonight uh, tonight I'm gonna keep it simple just because it's Sunday I was running errands yeah. and stuff all day so I got like this um frozen cauliflower pizza um mm. i'm trying to eat more like anti-inflammatory foods and stuff because you know i'm getting bloated and stuff so mm, um yeah it's not fun <laughs> so i got this yeah. cauliflower pizza that i've had it before it's really good but tomorrow i'm thinking about um having some what was i gonna make i found like this like recipe for like i splurged a little bit uh scallops and Ooh. you can put it it's like this uh garlic garlic butter scallops with um uh, lime Asparagus? and cilantro rice oh ooh. oh no it's lime it's cilantro and lime rice and it's actually like a really simple recipe so tomorrow i'm gonna make that because um it's like yeah. I, wait am i allowed to say like the, like it's labor day tomorrow oh yeah 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 you're fine like, yeah yeah time. yeah okay. no you're so fine like, don't say what time it is yeah, oh no this no, has no living okay. time forever <laughs> <laughs> so tomorrow's like labor day so i'm not doing anything so i'll have the energy to really cook a meal so that's what I'm making tomorrow. I have like all the different. I found this this method. Um, I found it on TikTok. Oddly enough, this girl was like, 
plan your 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 grocery list like this. Think about three dinners you want to have, three breakfasts you want to have, three lunches, and then some snacks. And then if you want to, you know, get some stuff off your list, go ahead. But get all the stuff on your list first, but stick to those three things. And I've been doing that. And I say it helps me save money <laughs> because sometimes I'll go to the store and I'll have a list in my head of what I want, but I'm just kind of getting like, yeah, I like pasta. I'll get some pasta. Yeah, I like this. I'll get that. And next thing I know, I get a bunch of stuff that I might eat. I might not eat. I don't mm-hmm. know. So I started doing like the plan three meals for each or plan three things for each meal. And it's, it's, it's helped a lot. I need to do it's something It's so simple. Like that. I need to do that. When like... I found that. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no. Okay. no, no. I, just, I, I, was like, I saw it on TikTok and I was like, How, why did it take me this long on this earth to figure it out? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I feel like as adults, we should help each other out. Like if you find a key to something, share. <laughs> Listen, I'm always down to drop some gems. Okay. Yeah. I found, I've. One of my friends was having back issues, and I said, listen, Pilates, okay? Ooh, Pilates. really? Oh, yeah, I was having, like, because I I, I'm, I write for a living, so I'm sitting at a desk just typing, and it's not good for your back to be sitting like this all day for, like, however, mm. many, however many hours. And my back was just killing me. And I started looking up, like, exercises for back pain, and Pilates came up, and I found this woman named um, Isa Welly on YouTube. I love her. And she's like a gorgeous black woman too, so I'm just like yes. Yeah. Oh. And I and it's just like I did a few of her her exercises and my back. I have no problems now. And I told one of my friends about it. And now he does, and he's like, yeah, wow. Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm always gonna look her up. I can. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need to look her up. Um, I'm trying to get my life together. I've been saying this for a year and a half. It's like I'm getting my life together. I swear, this week I'm getting my life together. <laughs> like, I I always say, as soon as I figure this out, as soon as I get it together, it's over for y'all. It's exactly. Over. <laughs> <laughs> every time I've been saying yep. this every day for years. As soon yeah. as I, I I don't know much about makeup. Like I'm still figuring out makeup. So I'm like, as yeah. soon as I figure out how to contour and highlight, it's over for y'all. It's not over for y'all. I don't know how to do it yet. Right. Oh my gosh, I tried it and I looked like I don't know I looked insane so (laughs) like the contouring and stuff I don't know if I did it wrong or right but I was like this is not my face but I looked like a um was it I looked like a was it the sleep I looked like a Kardashian sleep paralysis oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) I looked like I looked like it's like you know, like the whole like the gasification of yes, like, yes. Know, that whole thing. I look like the anti-gasification. <laughs> like it was not working. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna leave the contours to the pros. Right. Um, like, so, uh, yeah, I cannot do it at it. all. When it comes to the eyeliner, I can do that. I can do eyeliner, and that's about it. Like, I don't know. I don't really know foundation. That's why I'm so oily. I've been recording myself every oh, day, I and you I'm look like, gorgeous. oh. So do you, girl. Your face is glowing. It's not glowing. It's oily. <laughs> but thank Listen, you. I, you look amazing, okay? You look amazing. I, like, so do you. I, you look. All of my guests are like <laughs> baddies. I'm like, in fact, I don't know anyone who's not. I'm like, women are just baddies in general. <laughs> my friends, like, all my, I always say like, all my friends are fine. I don't miss. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I tell people I never the miss. same thing. That's how I felt at DreamCon. When I met so many of my, my mutuals in person, in real life, I was yeah. like, oh, y'all are fine. Exactly. Oh, y'all are fine. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh, they're so like 
tiny little fairies because everybody seems so tiny. I'm like, oh, you're just a tiny little fairy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have no concept of people's height at all. So I would go to DreamCon thinking like, this person's probably about the same size or same height than I am. I would go and meet them like, hello there. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, yo. Right, <laughs> or I would oh think, God. oh, this person's probably short. And then I met them. I'm like, oh. Right. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you're a goddess. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you're so tall. You're yeah. so short. I have no concept of anything. <laughs> I was wrong. All it's I knew, all I was right about is that all of y'all are gorgeous. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have one last question for you. Um, so we've talked about a lot of like cartoons and anime that cover a, a wide range of issues, but what do you think is missing, or what's what's a real world issue that you would like to see represented in? animation this is very very specific to me but i know like a lot of people have gone through this so and i saw someone talk about this on twitter there is a so we've been seeing a lot of not just like anime but like cartoons and films that kind of touch on complicated family dynamics like in Kanto, mm. i saw um everything everywhere all at once which that movie mm. had me crying yeah, that was a <laughs> which is not a hard thing to do but it had oh. me crying <laughs> And a lot, like, both of those films and a few others that I've seen, like, touch on, you know, relations between specifically, like, mother or matriarch and child and, you know, the child feeling or turning red and, like, just, like, mm. those kind of things where it's, like, those very contentious contentious relationships. And it's beautiful to see at the end them work it out and and go forward and, and, and break those cycles. But there's also another thing that I would kind of like to see where, and I want to be seen want it to be seen painted in a positive light where sometimes you can't fix something and it's not like a failure it's not a bad thing or, or something like that it's just you can't always choose the family you were born into and you mm. and you know you, you can't choose it it just kind of happens and sometimes or not even just family but friendships and all these different things like you sometimes like relationships they're, they're just not meant to work out and mm. it's not a failure on your part it's just that's just the way it goes sometimes. So I would love to see maybe a show where the protagonist decides, you know what, I'm going to have to love this person from a distance, but it's not portrayed as the relationship failed or, you know, the, the, the protagonist lost. It's, it's portrayed as the protagonist chose themselves and now they're about to start on this new journey, um, yeah. making better connections with better people. Fruits Basket kind of does that a little bit, but I would love to see something like that because you know, yeah. for me, I had to make a lot of tough decisions to, to to cut off certain people. And it was really hard. And there was a time for a minute where I kind of felt like, oh, man, did I fail? You know, mm. did I? But then I learned, I'm like, no, it's, I have to worry about me. And I, I, I have to, some people, you just have to love from a distance. You know, it's not, right. they're not a bad person and you're not a bad person. It's just, it is what it is. And I think seeing that would resonate with a lot of people. So that's something that I would like to see where it's like, you know, maybe the protagonist didn't work it out with their family, but they didn't, they didn't, they're better for it. And now they get to go start this new journey and worry about themselves. Well, I like love that because I don't think I've ever seen that actually. Like, you know, with the examples yeah. you showed, like, yeah, with Turning Red, how all the aunties came together with, you know, to help her out. Like, sometimes that doesn't happen. <laughs> like, sometimes. Yeah, and it, it's a beautiful thing when it does. Like, I loved how all those films ended because mm -hmm. I, it was very clear that, the, that everyone involved wanted things to be better and then they wanted to come together and work it out but then there in real life there are times when you know you're you you're the only one fighting you're the only one trying to make something work and that's just not mm -hmm. and it's not healthy 
So I would love to see, yeah, like it's like all those stories ended perfectly, right? Like, and they're beautiful. And I think mm-hmm. it gives a lot of people hope for their own families too. But I guess I just want people to know that it's okay if it doesn't, you know, it's not, right. and it's not a failure and it's, it's, you know, it doesn't have to be a sad thing. It can, sometimes it could just be a part of your journey and that's okay. I feel like you're going to be the one to write that. <laughs> Listen, one of my, my, my life goals and something that I've been like, working at in increments is yeah. you know like a like a, a it's a it's fiction but like a novel and i have all these different things in mind and i've been yeah. working at it in increments so that's my that's my that'll be like my big i have to do this it has to happen kind of thing yeah no i feel you yeah. i've been working on a novel too and i'm like at the end i ended it and then i was like i hate this ending and so i'm like reworking it isn't creative writing um, hard it really is and i think it's hard to come to an ending because I'm like the character's kind of like me like she's confused all the time (laughs) she's like socially confused all the time like things like in her mind there's domino effects and everything just gets worse and worse and worse even if they don't actually um and so I'm like I don't know I'm a little bit um paranoid about writing things so I'm like if I write an ending that's like weird I feel like I'm I'm like putting some kind of omen on myself this maybe this is like the nigerian in me <laughs> so I'm no, like i kind of i get it though yeah i'm like this has to end perfectly <laughs> so yeah hard. like when you write you're putting a piece of yourself in it too so I, yeah I kinda feel like yeah I so i'm like huh i don't know i guess i shouldn't talk about like the ending or whatever just in case but yeah but i really like that idea of of a character walking away from people and it not being a loss and it just being like an empowering decision that they made for themselves. So I would like to see that more. And that's like, that really is kind of missing in like all media. Cause I don't, I can't not think of an example of anything. (laughs) Yeah. Of anything like that. So I love that. But you. I, I thought it was going to sound weird. I thought it was going to sound like a bummer if I said that. So I no, 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 no bummers here. Like I love talking about feelings of all kinds. And to me, they're all like, <laughs> I don't know. They're all on the same plane of like interesting um, because mm-hmm. we all, we all experience all emotions. So no bummers here. You could literally talk about anything. <laughs> but Thank you. yeah, we've reached the end of the episode. So before we depart, Please tell the people where they can find you. Yes. So you can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at the Tsundere. So it's, you know, the like the and then Tsundere, T-S-U-N-D-E-R-I. Y'all will be surprised how often I misspell my own handle. <laughs> and then on TikTok at the underscore Tsundere and of course YouTube Tsundere and um and I have my website, tundary.com, where I do um, everything. <laughs> I forgot yes. what I was going to say. I write and all that good stuff. So We love yeah. a strong brand. The branding is strong. <laughs> I had so much fun putting together that website. Oh, my gosh. It was oh, yeah. crazy at first because I had no idea how WordPress worked. And then once I figured it out, I was like, oh, I'm going to put this graphic here. I'm going to color this, this color. I felt like I was, like, scrapbooking. It's very cute. It's very cute. Because I was, like, I was creeping on everybody that was being on this podcast. I'm like... Let me see what they're up to. And so, oh, yeah, you. you did a great job. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but, I loved it. <laughs> okay, magical people. 
this has been a great chat and have a great week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>